Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uktana, and today we'll be looking at three Akashic tools you can use to rediscover your soul's purpose. Every human being is a soul who has chosen to live an embodied life. The process of embodying on this planet is more complicated than a NASA mission, therefore not undertaken lightly or with short-term goals in mind. In preparation for embodiment, a soul weaves together a multitude of plans for working with their own soul group, connecting with other soul groups, taking on roles they wish to experience, participating in events which will guide or prompt them in the direction they hope to go, experiencing moments which will trigger them to remember wisdom from previous embodiments, meeting with peers or other souls also providing service, and a great deal more. All of this means that while we tend to enjoy envisioning a soul's purpose as the clear and focused hero's journey presented in literature, movies, myths, and TV, the notion of our own soul having one and only one mission or purpose in this lifetime is just not so. We have hundreds. In fact, any of a dozen or so could be primary in a given moment. This is in part why it can be difficult to get a straight answer to the question of, what's my purpose, no matter what tool or method you use to ask it. So before you start asking questions about your purpose, I recommend you narrow down what you're looking for. It can be helpful to separate things into categories, such as relationships, career, spirituality, talents and gifts, family, and so on. Often, a desire to understand your soul purpose is tied closely to one of these things, and easiest to delve into and understand through that lens. It can also help to recognize not all embodiments are about learning lessons. While this planet is an educational space and all souls are enriched and even transformed through experiences here, some souls embody in order to serve others, rather than to take on new learning. Just as a school must have staff, including teachers and administrators, physical embodied life includes souls who are here to help those who are learning. So, like a teacher in the classroom, while they will learn from the experience of teaching each lesson— the purpose of their being in the room is not for them to learn, but for their students to hopefully become more educated. Add to this the fact souls learn and mature in various aspects of self at different rates, just like we do in embodied life. For example, they can be savvy about how to manifest things into being, but be naive when it comes to interconnecting with individuals not in their own soul group. Embodied lives are often created to focus on supporting the soul's education in certain areas, while at the same time utilizing what they're already good at in others. Or they may focus exclusively on what needs to be learned in order to avoid being distracted by what is now easy to do and be. On the other hand, they can be arranged specifically to provide service via skills already learned and so have a great deal of boundaries and barriers to help the soul avoid aspects of living which might trip them up. 
as people are often taught to approach questions of soul purpose from the narrow perspective of a student or lesson learner, which ignores varying maturity and skill levels, the possibility of being a mature soul in service, or the many different ways a life can be constructed other than for purely educational purposes, the answers they receive can be confusing, muddied, or simply impossible to parse out. A little time spent crafting questions about your soul's purpose, or even a series of questions to be asked, narrowing down what aspect of your purpose you want to rediscover, and removing the narrow confines of lessons to be learned, can make a world of difference between receiving a nonsensical fortune cookie riddle and getting access to wisdom, which is usable. Once you have your questions prepared, there are a variety of methods you can use to remember or rediscover your soul's purpose. There are three Akashic tools which I recommend to my clients and students because they're easily accessible and provide an ongoing means of accessing wisdom which can be incorporated into their spiritual practice. First is your soul book. Each individual soul has an Akashic record or soul book which contains, among other things, a complete record of all the pre-planning done for the current embodied life. Soul books are divided into content sections, and information concerning the current embodied life is contained in sections 5, 6, and 7. The pre-planning notes concerning goals and purposes for this embodied life are described in detail at the beginning or top of section 5. Information showing how these are being implemented, or not, is described throughout the section. There are a variety of ways to work with a soul book in order to get information about a soul purpose. The easiest is simply to hold your question in your mind while opening the book. The book will then display the information in the clearest and most understandable way. This can be a pop-up image or a 3D display which is interactive so you can investigate different aspects zooming in for detail, or zooming out for the big picture. It can provide a visual image, which looks like a picture, but is actually a window, which brings you into the information directly. Or it can provide a virtual reality experience, so the information is literally dumped into your lap. Rather than providing an overview, retrieving all the information available, or even showing an index, this oracular process pre-selects whatever issue you're working with the moment and hands you the next step you'll need to take in order to move forward. Working with a soul book in this oracular way often brings you some of the most relevant information concerning your purpose, but from a next steps or problem-solving perspective. This has the positive effect of cutting to the chase as far as learning what you need to do, but often leaves unanswered the actual question of why. Another way to work with a soul book is to manually open it to section 5 before asking your question. This allows you more control over the experience. You can target what information you want to explore, such as the pre-planning notes, which will describe what the purpose is. You can then scroll down to how things are being implemented, see what other opportunities are available, and compare what is currently in motion versus what would be the best or even allow you to excel. Another and sometimes more accessible means of accessing information about a soul's purpose is through your Akashic rune. 
Each embodied soul has a room which is uniquely their own. It contains objects which reflect and are directly connected to the life they're currently living. Each room has a viewing portal, often experienced as a movie screen or flat screen TV. Rather than showing entertainment or random information feeds, this is an interface which brings up information for the soul at their request. If asked defined questions about a soul's purpose, it can bring up the information from the person's soul book and display it in movie fashion. Like a streaming service or a DVD, the information can be paused, skimmed through, reversed, bookmarked, and even enhanced. For questions concerning implementation of a purpose, such as how to convert a passion into a profession or how to change a life in order to foster a passion, the screen can set up various opportunities as selections to be played. It's important to note the limitations of the information being provided, however. The screen is not an oracle any more than your television set is. It's a way to access available information. This means while it can pull from your soul book to know all about you, it can't invade the privacy of other individuals to see their information, nor guess at the choices any individual, organization, or group will take. Also, as the future isn't set, it cannot tell you what the future holds, only the possibilities. Often, the best means for rediscovering your soul's purpose is not through pure information, but experience. Since we've chosen embodiment as a means of transforming and unfolding, it's only fitting we utilize embodied means to develop an understanding of that purpose. Human history is full of examples pointing out how this can be done from religious devotions and practices to the hero's journey as described by Joseph Campbell. There are common elements among these methods, including meeting wise advisors who provide guidance along the way, being confronted with challenges which spur personal development, and experiences which foster enlightenment and unfolding of our true nature. This is then incorporated into our embodied life, which is referred to both as a return home as well as a new beginning. For millennia, those who were called to a spiritual life have used various means to access the wisdom of the Akashics in their journey to rediscover their soul's purpose. Whether through ceremony, medicine which facilitates dreaming and vision, or deep meditation, the person would work with Akashic beings and their higher self to access their soul book, remember who they truly are, and rediscover what they intended for this embodied life. Bringing this information not only into their consciousness, but their bodies, they were then able to begin implementing their purpose. In the 21st century, this process is now available to anyone who wishes to engage in it. While all the traditional methods are still available, there is now a more direct means of doing so through the Akashics. In my class, Find Your Calling in the Akashics, Akashic beings serve as mentors for those who are interested in and willing to undertake the process. Each provides not only information and insight, but practical wisdom, healing, and transformative practices to help you manifest this aspect of self. No matter what method we select or tool we use, the knowledge of what we intend to achieve or become in this life is simply a sign pointing us towards the next question, which is, 
So what will you do now you know? And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be discussing Akashic viewing rooms and how they allow us to see visually what and who is influencing us in embodied life. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please take a minute to show it some love on iTunes. Your comments are also appreciated. Thanks. Bye.